Hello and welcome everybody to the OK Gatsby Season 4 Vibe and, and Read, read with, with Us. us. <laughs> We're going to have to give... Uh, thanks for listening everybody. Um, I hope you're all doing well. Uh, we're still reading Pride and Prejudice. Kev, how you feeling? Feeling good. I uh, it's really what a what a the events events conspired to make me really have to focus on this book. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Me too, man. And focus we did, and focus we must. And <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting. It is. It's spicy. It's yeah. uh, it's a real uh, Elizabeth's in a new light. Every, everyone's in a new light. Some... Okay, yeah. Is it, are you saying that because is it is it the letter? Has the letter changed everything? The letter changed everything, but I think it's also it's kind of strange how much the letter has impacted Elizabeth in a way that like I guess we're putting our modern value or I am putting my modern values on her, but like how much we'll see like her family reflection is in a way of like it's like why are you be, uh, like there just isn't the the impulse to be like you know what they're my family whatever it's more like my family is failed <laughs> oh my gosh yeah she gets really dark about her family in this chapter she gets really down on um every a lot of the things that she used to defend she's down on she's definitely changing and the letter and darcy are both huge parts of what made yeah. her change yes so she's in a in a crisis mode and is like and having all these internal meltdowns and has a the first big fight with her father. Yeah, a real fight. Yeah, like a real confrontation. Yeah. No, it's uh Elizabeth is is under a uh, a lot of change right now. Or a lot of new information is really rocked by everything. Exactly. Yeah. She's got the information about Darcy um uh, and and his in situation with Wickham and also his critique of her family. I think those are um, those making a change in her perception of her own reality is what we're seeing today, basically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kick it off, brother. So, she has to tell Jane, finally, that about Wickham. That's the big gossip she has for Jane. Spill the tea. And she says, oh, baby, let me tell you. <laughs> Wickham is actually a liar and tried to marry the sister and all that stuff like that. All that bad stuff. And yes. uh, there's so much, com- there's another comment about what a stroke was this for poor Jane who would willingly have gone through the world without believing that so much wickedness existed in the whole race of mankind as was here <laughs> collected in one individual, <laughs> which I still think is kind of dramatic. He's just a, <laughs> like a fail son. He's not, <laughs> Yeah, he's just like an alcoholic or some yeah. sort of like uh, vice guy. He's just like a party frat bro. Yeah, and he mismanaged some money, and then he tried to marry a young woman. Like, like yeah, he's with like bad a intentions. But yeah, it's like, like, is this the most evil man who ever lived? <laughs> man, yeah, if Jane went to my went to my college, she would be like every man she met would be the most evil man she's ever <laughs> <laughs> experienced. You know what I mean? Like. All the yeah, all the scorn and debauchery would uh, really. Uh, this man delicate. has told his father he's majoring in biology, <laughs> but has switched to film and isn't even going to classes. 
I just heard him tell his long distance girlfriend that he's not drinking tonight, and he's drinking tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. so it's so funny how how serious. Like obviously, like Wickham, the biggest thing for Wickham is that he's knowingly lying to damage Darcy's reputation, which is yeah. like, yeah, that's a bad thing to do. But as far as just and being he likes like, to have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> he just wants to get drunk. <laughs> Is that a crime? <laughs> is that a crime? In some cases, yes, it is. Yes. Uh, well, this is Jane's character, right? This is like yeah. how Jane operates. She wants to think the best of everybody. And it's like uh, Elizabeth points out, like, we're in a situation here where you can't think the best of both of them. Like, <laughs> you can only think well of one of them. The other one is a total liar. So it's like, this yeah. is a Jane trap. Yeah. Yeah, because Jane uh, was like, no, someone has to be incorrect and they can only fix this. <laughs> yeah, she's like, there's only enough good inclination to go to one of them. There's only one good man between Darcy and Wickham. It's kind of an interesting way to put it. Yes. There's only one good man between them. So it's like, either one of them's all good and the other one's all bad or vice versa. There's not really... Yeah. You can't think that they're both good. If this exactly. if, if one of them's telling the truth, then uh, then they're one of them bad. Right, and Jane expresses the fact that Wickham is so open, has an openness of countenance, blah blah blah, which is what we've heard about Wickham before. Is that he's really good at seeming like a good guy? Yeah, he's charming. He's a, yeah. the charm of a sociopath. Yeah, I like the I like the way they put it. Is uh, Elizabeth puts it this way: one has got all the goodness, and the other all the appearance of it. <laughs> it's like a nice a pithy uh, yeah. way of putting it. So yeah, she loves to to. Absolutely, uh, roast uh, roast men of low character. <laughs> so she gets excited when she can say stuff like that. <laughs> oh my god! She likes, yeah, to be able to just slice someone in half with words. Yeah, Wickham is being discussed in the Bennett sisters group chat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and now everyone's like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Just to put it in modern terms, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Ah, a wise scholar has made it clear to me. So yeah, then they discuss of like, what do we do about this? Because right. he, he's still in town, and everyone loves him. Who doesn't love this, a party boy? <laughs> this feels, but this feels very modern too. Where it's like, okay, we know a bad thing that a guy did. Yes, we know it from personal. Uh, we trust the personal account of this bad thing. Mm. Do we tell everyone we know, or do we keep it to ourselves? Yes, it's a classic call-out culture uh, debate. All the way back yeah. in the 1780s. Exactly. They're talking about calling Wickham out. Um, and, you know, like, you could argue that, yeah, you should call Wickham out. Cause, because, like, for the safety of the community. You know, because, like, somebody else could be lied to by Wickham and trust his countenance. Yes, and uh, then he gets to marry a daughter under false pretenses. Right, Which exactly, seems yeah. to be the biggest scandal. It's like, you don't want to marry your daughter under false pretenses. Which is fair at this time. It's a very serious thing. Yeah, I think it's still kind of a bad thing that could, that could yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's bad. <laughs> Although it's like he would have more power over her. In this, he also in could this... get a job, and she could get a job. And... Right, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, so, but also, what's so funny is that they decide not to, because they they think that the town would lose its mind. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't ready for the conversation. <laughs> Wickham's actually a low key liar, but y'all ain't ready for that conversation. And they're also like, maybe he's sorry, and we can't 
and he, and we can't have him ruin it. But yeah, yeah. it feels like Jane. That feels like Jane's influence. Maybe he's sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and like in six years, you can be like, I always hated Wickham. Uh, I have the receipts. <laughs> yeah, I have the receipts. <laughs> but you weren't ready I, for that conversation. <laughs> you weren't ready. Okay, but then behind all of this is uh, Elizabeth is sharing part of the letter, mm-hmm. but not the part about Bingley being in London and not, um, not Bing- Bingley not knowing about Jane being in London. Yes. So Darcy lied to Bingley about Jane being in London. Yes. But she also, so she has to decide if she can tell her because like it's, it's very heavy a revelation that right. one, your lover's friend kept you away from him because he thinks your family is, is too, like too silly, too silly. And that is the exact, that's the word. That's the it's, word of the day is silly. Yes. The silly, silly, silly. We'll get to that. <laughs> and so Elizabeth has to decide of like, will this help uh, to say this to her? And like, and she decides not to, because she decides like, I can't tell her this until she does not care about Bingley anymore. Yeah, is this the right decision? I can't really. I don't really know if, she, if this is helping Jane or not. I feel like no. I feel like I would say of like. Because, like, how, why would you let your sister believe she was rejected because she wasn't the right match? That, like, her understanding of the situation was so off. Like, why wouldn't... I would, I'd feel better if it's like, oh, like, her the friend had to intervene because Lydia and Kitty... You know, Lydia and Kitty, the women we think are silly, like, they think they're too silly. Yeah, right. I think that's more palatable than you're... I don't love you. Yes, you actually guessed wrong at how much I loved you. And it's like, no, like, Bingley was madly in love with you. There's also there's the charge that Darcy brings up against Jane that she didn't express her love enough, that she yes. didn't show her love. Yes, and Elizabeth agrees with that. Because it's talked yeah. about before of, like, everyone can see that uh, Jane's in love. It's like, no, only I can see that Jane's in love with me. Exactly. Only the perceptive Elizabeth can see. Yes. That. And then there's the mention of, like, oh, the aunt and uncle. But that was such a minor part of, like, I would have forgiven that if your sisters weren't so silly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. To have silly sisters. Too silly. So uh, Mrs. Bennett is in the mix. Because <laughs> she wants, she goes, well, Lizzie, what is your opinion now of this sad business of Jane's? For my part, I am determined never to speak of it again to anybody. She's going to talk about it every day for the rest of her life. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she will. It literally says, I told my sister Philip so the other day. (laughs) I already told someone a few days ago. I never planned to talk about this ever again. (laughs) That's funny. And yeah, we're we're having some fun. Austin's having some fun with the irony of Mrs. Bennett and how silly she is. uh, Before later, totally slamming her whole life as a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it gets dark in a minute. You yes. Wait till you see this. Okay, but um, I love the line here uh, where she says, uh, "Well, my comfort is I am sure Jane will die of a broken heart, and then he will be sorry for what he has done." <laughs> <laughs> like that line made me laugh out loud. <laughs> like she'll make yeah, she'll feel so much better knowing that her daughter is dead from a broken heart. And, and uh, some, some boy guy guilty <laughs> feels bad. Yeah, some guy, <laughs> some guy's day is ruined. 
Oh man, that happened. Damn. I'm a little <laughs> down. I'm a little down today because uh, I broke a girl's heart so bad she died. But yeah, her mom's happy. Gosh. That would ruin my summer, man. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> really bummed me out when someone dies of heartbreak. Really kills my high, man. <laughs> Honestly, though, wouldn't that make you, I mean, like, part of you would be, like, a little complimented if somebody was so heartbroken <laughs> that they died. No, I don't think that. <laughs> Kevin's <Got> nodding. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to make the Instagram, uh, <laughs> this is not going to be the clip. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, but it's, it's just so funny of, like, and more and more I think about it where it's, like, the the only sympathy I do feel for Mrs. Bennett more is that I did not realize until last last section that Jane is thirty one, almost thirty two. Like there, that is like a no. Yeah, she says you're almost thirty and two. No, three and twenty. Oh, is that twenty three? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, she's modern. Like, it's like being thirty two now. You know, okay. if you want to say that, but like. <laughs> She's twenty three. Okay, um, I, mean, I totally miss her because I know this is like a thirty two year old woman going around. <laughs> oh yeah, then it's like twenty three. Who cares? <laughs> no, they'd they'd give her like a if they, she was thirty two, they'd give her like a black dress and a veil and like <laughs> pretend yeah, that she is a widow. Yeah, they would. <laughs> yeah, they give her like a broom and a cauldron and call her a witch. <laughs> like, Go to the basement, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Old lady Jane <clears throat> never took a lover. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then let's see. The next chapter. Oh, and it's so funny. She she throws off this one little thing because then she goes like, "How was how was visiting with Charlotte and uh, Mr. Collins? Were they always talking about taking my house?" Yeah, <laughs> no. Like, nope, never came up once. It's like it's probably right. They wouldn't talk about it. She goes, and then she says this. No, it would have been strange if they had, but I make no doubt they often talk of it between themselves. Well, if they can be easy with an estate that is not lawfully their own, so much the better. I should be ashamed of having one that was that was only entailed to me. <laughs> yeah, she would love that. I mean, like, yeah, she's a very she's very petty, and it's obvious. Yeah, she's like they're um, talking about me right now, aren't they? <laughs> Mrs. Like, no, no one's talking about you, Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> It reminds me of Lady Catherine, who's like, no one uh, likes music more than me. It's like nobody <laughs> cares more about my house than me. Or everyone cares. No about one. My house everyone's as much as thinking me. about my house and where it's going. <laughs> everyone's obsessed with my house. Yeah. Let's see here. From and then there, we they move go on, on yeah. to an a- analysis of silliness. On silliness, uh, Jane on Austen. On silliness treats. by Jane Austen. <laughs> Yeah, silliness gets a really bad rap here. This is going to be interesting. We start off with, like, I mean, so Lydia is going to go to Brighton. Is that right? Pretty quickly yes. she gets an invitation to Brighton from her friend, Mrs. Forrester. She's going to a married... beach town. She's going to the Jersey Shore, essentially. She's Oh, that is, it is so Jersey Shore, Myrtle Beach, spring break. She's going to spring break. Yeah. And instead of bathing suits, it's red coats or whatever kind it's of coats they It's all officers everywhere you officers. can see. Officers. I mean, what a thrill for her. Silly woman, you get to go to the beach and hang out with officers. (laughs) Whoo, baby. Oh, man. Everybody's wearing coats. (laughs) You will not even see 
fingers because they're going to be in gloves. <laughs> so many. <laughs> White gloves. Uh, see, she took off her gloves at the party last night, man. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so Lydia's so, invited. Yeah. Kitty is not. Kitty's not, and that's a huge heartbreaker, which totally makes sense. Your sister gets to go on spring break. You don't. Exactly. And Elizabeth is watching all of this, and she felt anew the justice of Mr. Darcy's objections. So she's Bingo. so yeah, she's so embarrassed that her sisters are like all day. They talk about the spring break trip and talking to talking to officers, and and she's like, and Elizabeth is secretly fuming about this. The silliness has reached nuclear levels. Yes, it we can no longer handle. The silliness. It's it's like way off the charts. Yes. And Elizabeth goes to her father about it to be like, Damn, you gotta handle your silly daughters. Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> Fun's over. No more silliness. And she goes, she lists all her silly behavior and everything that could be wrong and brighten. Uh, and he responds, Lydia will never be easy till she has exposed herself in some public place or other, and we can never expect her to do it with so little expense or inconvenience to her family as under the present circumstances. <laughs> right. It's like he's like, let her get it out of her system yeah. in Brighton. He's right? a very modern dad. Like he, he would Yeah. Be, <laughs> he's extremely modern dad. He's like, yeah, my daughter is silly, but like, look, she's going to be on a beach. We don't have to deal with it. Like, let her go have fun. <laughs> And, like, so for a while, I thought that that Austin sort of regarded Mr. Bennett's attitude towards this silliness as the proper attitude, as, like, let them yeah. work it out. But I, I think that Elizabeth's um, ideas from the Darcy letter have gotten so soaked into the narration that there's, like, a lot of, like, contempt yes. for the way they act. In the same way that, like, she criticizes Bingley as, like, you're too nice and that's hurting people. It's yeah. like she's criticizing Mr. Bennett of like you're a friendly guy, but like you're you're not getting your daughters in control and just ruining their lives. <laughs> yeah, like it's um, I mean, it gets pretty serious in the next chapter. We'll talk about that in a moment. I but I love this like because it's so funny because in our values, Mr. Bennett handled this conversation like pretty well. <laughs> He goes, exactly. She, yeah, Elizabeth goes, if you are aware of the very great disadvantage to us all, which must arise from the public notice of Lydia's unguarded and imprudent manner, nay, which has already arisen from it, and and Mr. Bennett goes, already arisen? What has the fright? What has she frightened away some of your lovers? Poor little Lizzie. <laughs> but yeah. do not be cast down. Such squeamish uses cannot bear to be connected with a little absurdity are not worth a regret. <laughs> and it's He's like, so yes, sarcastic. that's what we would say now. It's like, what? <laughs> They find your sisters too silly, then like they're not gonna be what who you want to hang out with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Like. Okay. Who cares about what they think? Yeah. These squeamish youths. <laughs> so maybe it's a conflict of values. Maybe Mr. Bennett is family first, and Elizabeth is society first, and they're having a values conflict. Right. It's, so- it's kind of complicated because she's very critical of like because with her and Charlotte, she was very critical of some institutions of society. She's of, of like needing to get married for money and all right. that, but she also seems very upheld to like there is a proper way to behave. Like she's always embarrassed by her family. She was embarrassed at the ball. She's embarrassed now, where it's like she's she's anti like the economic system, but she's pro the sort of uh, the morals of the time. 
the social moray yeah. that you're supposed to yeah uh and it i i'm ga- i'm gaining i'm gleaning i'm getting the idea from the narration that this is not something that elizabeth is like at fault for i feel like austin is on elizabeth's side here yeah. like one of my one of my notes was austin hates silliness well i also i think it's the, the silliness is costing two otherwise good women of with jane and uh elizabeth mostly jane indirectly um and it's kind of funny because you do there is a sympathy of like yeah if if in some contrived situation my brother uh ruined a an engagement for me i would be kind of like mom and dad can you yell at him (laughs) like like what but that would uh, that would almost never happen in contemporary setting no in contempt but in contemporary literature or, or film that would be a bad character in the movie. A bad character would say, I don't like your brother. And you would stand up to the character and go, that's my brother. You I don't out. care what you think. Yeah, yes. take we're, we're a team. You take us all or you leave us all. We're a family. Yes. And you would be the good guy. Whereas, yeah. whereas Elizabeth is the good guy here for saying, your daughters are silly and it cost me <laughs> like 20,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny because it's like, yeah, that that she's thought so deeply about the opinion of some guy she did not like. Of like, yeah, she likes him now. She does she like him, him now, now, but at the first reading the letter, she's like, even like, ah, I get like what she says about my family. Yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's, it's hard to think because I guess it is for like she she has to she's so contemptuous of like the marriage for money thing, but I think it's because she fully understands that that is how it's going to be. But, like, she's not stupid. Like, she doesn't have, like, a backup plan of, like, oh, no, I'll marry for love. It's just, like, oh, I, I'm not going to marry Mr. Collins, even though there is a whole lot of pressure to. Right. She wants love and money? Is that her? Is that where she ends up? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's This is really throwing things for a loop of, like, you kind of, and I think it's also, like, a, like I'm, I make this mistake all the time of, like, if I like the protagonist enough, I start assuming that they have all of my values. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I don't think that Elizabeth's going to come around. I'm gonna, I want to track this, but I think that she will not come around on the silliness issue. I think that she's going to maintain her contempt for silliness yes. in her sisters and in Mr. Bennett. Yeah. Um, so but before we get to more silly talk, we have a convo with Wickham, if I'm not mistaken. There's also some kind of funny lines about her character will be fixed and she will at 16 be the most determined flirt that ever made herself and her family ridiculous. <laughs> like the her, greatest flirt. The greatest flirt. A flirt too in the worst and meanest degree of flirtation without any attraction beyond youth and a tolerable person. Yeah. It, and so she's like, this is how big of a flirt. Like, I'll tenderly flirty with at least six officers at once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you're flirting with six guys at once, you're not doing a good job at any one guy. You know what I mean? Like, you're... <laughs> You're not focusing enough. You have to focus no. your flirt. Focus yeah. your flirt. <laughs> focus your flirt. <laughs> you're flirting all over the place. <laughs> Diet you're flirt. flirt. You're flubbing the flubbing the flirt. Flirt flub. <laughs> you flubbed it. <laughs> Ineffectual flirting. And this is what Lydia like wants to do. She's so excited to just vaguely flirt. <laughs> and I think I think that's what it is. Is that if she never stops this then her only um, 
it's like yeah it's fine now but like if that's all she ever offers it's gonna be that's that's what's so bad about silliness and she's worried that her father's never been like stop that his father just kind of like huh she's so funny <laughs> right she's so funny yeah and then 10 years later it's like okay it's too late to fix it now yeah Yeah, and then so yeah, then we talk to Wickham about uh he comes over to kind of half flirt as trying to read the vibe. Because uh, he likes Elizabeth a little bit, or at least he's she's the the latest object of his con. Yeah, and he's so he's so confident that it says something something like like even though his attentions had been withdrawn, he assumed that uh you know her vanity um, would be gratified and her preference secured at any time by the renewal <laughs> exactly yeah he thinks just because you were texting two weeks ago that he can text you now you know yeah. like he can just He's like i can get her back to where we were when i was trying any point <laughs> right you can't yeah he, he left her on red or whatever you know whatever and he's, he's like a, i'll just hit her with a hey sorry i was sleeping <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly for for two weeks for two weeks you were sleeping yeah he's a classic uh He's a classic uh, uh, freak boy, whatever you'd call. I don't know. How what do you... we call it? Fudge boy. <laughs> a, fu- a fudge boy. <laughs> <laughs> With a B O I. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what? So they they like. So this is Elizabeth coming back and talking to Wickham with the knowledge of Darcy's letter. Yes. So once again, this letter has changed Elizabeth's whole view on everything. It's like the they live glasses for her society like she puts them on and she sees everything differently wickham's a different guy he's got like a lizard head and her family's all uh lizard people <laughs> yeah it's all screwed up yeah nothing's the same what an it what, what a great letter you know you really knock it out of the park when <laughs> you write a Thank letter you. so good a, a woman hates her family <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a decent writer i mean yeah if you could really put it like that uh, but yeah, she like she's totally uh, she totally hates Wickham now, and she kind of like uh, sort of low key lets him know he's he's picking up on it. And she's a little she likes to be a little hinting. She did this with yeah. Darcy when she would she'd be mean to him, and now she's doing it with Wickham, and Wickham has no idea where it's coming from. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like yeah, she's like you know I just saw Darcy, and then you know he's like how 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 is he still a jerk? And she's like actually he's not a jerk. And uh, Wickham's like, yeah, well, that's just how he is when he's visiting his aunt. He's always like that when he's at his aunt's place. So yeah, he's trying to be good to his aunt. Yeah, that's a, that's what I just realized. I say aunt, but you saying aunt? I was like, what's aunt. an aunt? <laughs> <laughs> it's Chicago uh, versus New York. Aunt. Yeah, call in, folks. Which what's what's right? What's right? What's yeah, I was at Aunt Charlotte's house. <laughs> Aunt Charlotte. Yeah, you you tell you tell me what sounds better. You say Aunt Charlotte, and I'll say Aunt Charlotte. Aunt Charlotte. Aunt, Aunt Charlotte. Charlotte. Aunt Charlotte. Aunt Charlotte. Enchanté. Enchanté. <laughs> oh, Aunt Charlotte. <laughs> Aunt Charlotte, come get a sausage with me and the boys. <laughs> hey, Aunt Charlotte, we're going to Giordano's. What do you want? You want the, you want it wet? You want it soggy? <laughs> We're getting Italian beef wet. What do you want? That's like Brooklyn. I'm doing terrible. Oh, yeah. man. Whatever. It's and Charlotte. No, it is similar. Um. Oh yeah, and so she she hits him with uh she goes. And I pray my ask, is it an address that he improves? Has he designed to add out of civility to his ordinary style? For I dare not hope that he's improved in essentials. 
So he goes, oh, was he, like, less rude to you this time? That's right. what you mean, that he's a better guy. And he's not, like, you still hate who he is and what he's done. Right. And she goes, what, who he is and what he's done has not changed. <laughs> yeah, it's, very vague. Yes. And, she, and Wickham picks up on that tone. Because Wickham looked as if scarcely knowing whether to rejoice over her words or to trust their meaning. So she's like, wait, that was a weird way she said that. <laughs> of yeah, like, he's like, I, I think his character is the same as it was before. And it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, listen, I can tell you're mad at me, but I don't know why. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on. <laughs> Which is, a t- I mean, sympathies to Wickham there of not knowing. <laughs> Man, we've all been there. Why yeah. are you mad at me? What have you, what have like, I done? <laughs> how's Darcy? He's fine. What does he mean, fine? <laughs> he's Fine? Fine. What? He's fine? Like he's fine? <laughs> and how are you? I'm fine. Like, what is going on? Things are not fine. Things are not fine. But she, yeah, she's... Elizabeth is definitely hitting Wickham with the fine right now. Yeah. Um, um, we get back to more silliness in the next chapter? What do you think? Anything else Anything else before we go? Uh, yeah, Wickham makes a long little speech about... Oh, I'm glad that you think that Darcy's still bad. And then Elizabeth's like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then they move on. Lydia Lydia goes away to Brighton, and everything's back to normal. Yeah, yeah. But there is another heavy reflection on Elizabeth's part. Of She reflects on her father. Had Elizabeth's opinion been all drawn from her own family, she could not have formed a very pleasing picture of conjugal felicity or domestic comfort. Her father, captivated by youth and beauty and that appearance of good humor which youth and beauty generally give, had married a woman whose weak understanding and a liberal mind had very early in their marriage put an end to all real affection for her. Wow. That's that's a very heavy thing to say about your mom. She goes, yeah, my dad uh, married a silly woman who's my mom. So he's insulting both of them pretty. And then he, and then, um, he said they don't love each other anymore because of this. Yes. They had five kids, though. I feel like even at that time, like you could avoid having five. <laughs> <laughs> I get doing the one or two, but I guess we are a marriage couple. <laughs> Kev, you got to meet my grandparents. You should really. <laughs> but they're not Catholic. <laughs> uh, we'll cut that part out. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Pop up. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, but you know, like she's claiming that they have actu- no actual love, um, and it, it start, it, this is where it starts to feel like the silliness is like actually um, like this this dark and insidious um, force in her life. Yeah. Like, I, and I think she sees it that way now because of what happened with Darcy. Like he's she's mad at her dad for picking a bad mom. She's basically like, I didn't ask to be born in such a silly family. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Dad, why didn't you know Mom was silly? Why didn't you pick someone more serious? And then we'd all be happier. I mean, maybe it's like, I mean, she's at the point where she's thinking about who she's going to marry and have kids with. And so she's starting to see her parents' choices differently. Yeah, because, like, she's she's caught in between those two things of, like, I, I need money to survive. And my sisters need to be serious so we can marry into a proper family. And two, like... I like I don't want to be in a bad marriage like my parents have where yeah. the dad 
reads books and likes walking around, and then he comes into the room, makes fun of the wife, and he goes back to his books. It's so funny. Books are so like the TV. Yeah. It's so like like sports and TV and uh, like the man cave is like books and whatever yeah. else he does. I mean, it's such he, a He parallel. goes on a walk and he reads books. Like that's yeah. that's he that's him. That's the dad space. Uh, to his wife, he was very little otherwise indebted than as her ignorance and folly had contributed to his amusement. This is not the sort of happiness which a man would in general wish to owe his wife, but where other powers of entertainment are wanting, the true philosopher will derive benefit from such as are given. So he's right. like, he's he's not going to confront it. So she's like, no. why isn't he like either yelled at his wife to be better so he could love her? And instead he's just like, my wife's silly, but... I like to vex her, and uh, she lets me read my books. So, like, whatever. <laughs> and what's like, what's so, what kind of got me here was like at the beginning of the book, they were like these funny caricatures. Yeah. And then this same behavior that made them like a funny, like, like almost like Punch and Judy or those two puppets that fight, like, like kind of like, just like that kind of silly fighting or frivolous fighting, now seen in this new light of the Darcy letter is now like very, like, incredibly Eugene O'Neill sad. Yes. Just so bleak of like this Elizabeth, like my father who I love dearly and respect how smart and funny he is married the wrong woman and has no recourse for fixing this. And so his whole life has been, he's been kind of a mediocre husband because he does not love his wife. Yeah, it's so intense. And it doesn't feel to me like the narrator is pulling back from Elizabeth. It feels like Jane Austen is right there with her to me, right? Yes. At no point does it seem like, oh, I mean, Elizabeth is being a silly 21-year-old, like, ranting against her father. Yeah, and we know that she's emotional from the letter. We know this is because of the letter. But the narrator is not letting us have that space i mean like it's it's right there i felt like i feel bad for mr bennett which is like he's been our buddy he's been like our fun our fun clown buddy this whole book yeah and now he's like sad and like pathetic yeah it's like oh he's in a bad marriage and he doesn't do anything to make it a romantic one instead he just reads books and goes in and make fun of her and then he leaves it's like, this is like a, it, it's like if somebody pointed out that Peter Griffin from Family Guy had a bad marriage. <laughs> it's like I thought it was just a joke. Like I didn't think that like we really had to look at it in this serious way. Yeah, there isn't you know? like the the shot after the joke where Peter just sits there and kind of like, "What happened to my life? I really <laughs> picked the wrong woman, and I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm I have these kids and I love them too much, and I can't break this apart, but." <laughs> The biggest part of my life is a disappointment. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, what am I doing? My best <laughs> friend is a freaking, freaking talking dog. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, my best friend. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's really, really a heavy review. Of the f- and at no point is it like, is Jane Austen like, ah, come on. He's. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing all right. He, no, he loves like, to read, and like, not everyone's gonna have like a, a hyper romantic marriage. And at least he isn't. He doesn't drink. They even say he doesn't drink or do drugs or anything like that. He just right. Kinda, He's no, he yeah. just likes to read and make fun of his wife. It's intense. It's intense. Um, but uh, after this, I guess we talk about 
She goes on vacation, <laughs> so she's going on a trip. She's going on her own trip. Back once again. again, she's out of town. So it's like, as much as these girls are in a perilous position, all they really do is go visit people all day long. I know. <laughs> I know. Get a job if you're so worried about money. I guess yeah. they can't get a job. You don't have to marry anyone if you if you go get a job. Go work. I think we're. Trade. I think we're about we're about a hundred years early on that advice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe two hundred years early. <laughs> Maybe. Oh wait, yeah, three hundred years early. <laughs> Shove. Oh boy. Maybe. Oh boy. <laughs> and then right up to today, where that's not possible either. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You can't get a job. So yeah. But as far as like always going on vacation and just hoping your sisters aren't silly, like that's not a bad life. <laughs> I take that life. I take that deal for sure. Yeah, it's a good deal. So the vacation we find out is going to take her to Pemberley. Once, it- yeah, yes, Pemberley. Yes, the Darcy Estate. The Darcy Estate. And so she, so Elizabeth is like she, because she got invited to that trip up north. And it turns out it's not going to happen. There's a bunch of scheduling conflicts. They can go for three weeks up a little bit, and they're going to stop by Pemberley. And Elizabeth's like, no, 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 no. Let's let's do something else. And the aunt and uncle are like, no, why not? It's a great house. Let's go see it. Yeah, and, like it's like it's like a it's like a beautiful. It's a thing to see. Yes, Darcy's house. That's how great. It's an it's an attraction. Yes, he he has the like the house hunters like or whatever like, what is that show where they go look at mansions on like HGTV? Love it or shove it. Yeah. No, love it or list it. Love it or list it. Well, there's a million of them. There's yeah. a million shows. But yes, essentially he he has the a place to visit. And lifestyles the, not only is the, the house, the gardens are gorgeous too. Yeah. There's mansions that are like have been made into museums that you can visit now that are kind of along this vein. There's like the Biltmore Estate in North Carolina. There's places that you can still go to that are like, and that's kind of what this feels like. Is we, I mean, you have to go see it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth's nervous, uh, but but she like loves the house. She goes. Elizabeth was delighted. She'd never seen a place for which nature had done more or natural beauty had been so little counteracted by an awkward taste. Just yeah, like, they did it perfectly. It looks like it fits where it is. And then she says, "And at that moment, she felt that to be mistress of Pemberley might be something!" Exclamation points. Bum, wow! Bum, bum, bum. Oh, that's man. huge. Yes, huge. For her to think that is enormous. Yes, that is a huge reversal. Of yeah. like, I hate this guy, and and he was a jerk. To now, to sure would be fun to be his wife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do I hate my family too? I want to be Mrs. Darcy. Yes. All with one letter. It was a good letter. Yes, absolutely. Really, really work knocked out of the park. Yeah, uh, work on your writing, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Always clear up your writing, just in case some of your haters are going around town, whispering so, in the ears. <laughs> In the middle of this reverie that she's having about being, you know, being in these rooms and enjoying the furniture herself as if it was her own um, and taking visitors, she realizes that she could not have the people that she's with as guests because they're so low class. 
Yes, that's a, that could never be my aunt, um, uncle, my uncle and aunt would be have been lost to me. I should not have been allowed to invite them. She's like, this yeah. is so nice to walk around these halls with my aunt and uncle. I wish I was the, instead of greeting them. And then she's like, oh, I wouldn't have been allowed to. So that's her first pullback from like, oh, I can't fantasize about marrying Darcy. She says, this was a lucky recollection. It saved her from something like regret. Something like regret. Called regret. <laughs> <laughs> Turning down the, the billionaire. Uh, so, so they luckily find out Darcy won't be back until tomorrow. So there's going to be no awkward interaction. Don't Thank worry. You're not going to see. Yeah. You're not going to see Darcy. You're just going to walk around his house and look at all his stuff. Don't worry. Don't don't even think that he might show up. Like that's but like, even if he didn't show up, which he does show up. If he didn't show up, like how weird would it be if she just went and looked at all of his stuff, including paintings of him? Oh man! And then just left. Yeah, as far as like a normal thing to do, like even if like let's say you dated someone famous, and then you went on a Hollywood tour and they stopped by that person's house, maybe go <laughs> smoke a cig outside for that. <laughs> It's even weirder. It's like you uh, knew the butler and he let you look around. <laughs> like, it's, like, bizarre. It's so weird. Yeah. But she can't say it out loud because she'd have to explain too much. Right. It's Yeah, it's a kind of a fun fun rom-com. I bet in the, in the movie this is a fun scene where she's, like, she's like visibly uncomfortable and enjoying it, all the conflict that she's experiencing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the servant is is gushing about Darcy, about how yeah. kind he is. Never says a cross word. W- wishes he was there more. She loves him so much. Yeah. And uh, and this is like getting to Elizabeth because she's like, why would I mean? Obviously, servants have to say this, but they don't have to say it this much. He has a really good reputation, um, uh, and. Uh, like yeah, even like a servant, uh, like a. At one point, it's remarked upon like that, like it's hard to get your servants to like you this much. Yeah. Like I know they have to like you, but to like kind of like be gushing about you is is intense. Yes. Okay. The, uh, what praise is more valuable than the praise of an intelligent servant? So the smart ones are supposed to be able to see through your act and be like, yeah, yeah, whatever, but they treat me like crap. No, no, no. A smart, a smart, intelligent servant saying legitimately this guy is a good guy and I like him yeah. is very high praise. Very kind to me, never mean, and he, he's a gentleman. <clears throat> and so that that is kind of like, all right, that's a that now Elizabeth is like really rocked of like because her big objection is like, well, he's still a jerk. Like he's. Like, okay, he Impolite. didn't do the Wickham thing, but he is like a pompous, conceited jerk. Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a brute. He's not nice. But, that, but then she's hearing all this counter-evidence that apparently he's only a jerk when he's visiting her. Yes, and his excuse was that he was nervous. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. He's not good with new people. And she's like, well, why don't you practice being around new people, jerk? Yeah. <laughs> Classic, uh, you have to get to know him. You have to get to know him. Yeah, he's a get-to-know-him guy. And now she is through his servants and his letters. <laughs> right. So she's she's like 90% of the way towards loving Darcy now, which is crazy. Yes. How quickly this turned around. I thought it would take more. I thought it would have to be like a grand romantic gesture. 
I feel like we're going to get one more, maybe one more pullback before we go all the way in. We'll see. But guess what? They're walking along. The aunt and the uncle, they're walking through uh, the garden, just having a lovely time. And as they walked across the lawn towards the river, Elizabeth turned back to look again. Her aunt and uncle stopped also. And while the farmer was conjecturing as to the date of the building, the owner of it himself suddenly came forward from the road, which led behind to the stables. <gasps> He's it's Darcy. Here. It's Darcy. They were within 20 yards of each other, and so abrupt was his appearance that it was impossible to avoid his sight. Their eyes instantly met, and the cheeks of each were overspread with the deepest blush. You know it. Oh, man. Just when you thought you were safe. Just when the guy you were thinking about because you happened to be walking through his house. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when I'm thinking about my crush while I'm walking through their house and then they show up. <laughs> what are the odds? Yeah, fancy seeing you here would be a fun oh, one. You come here, here often? <laughs> come here. <laughs> to your house? Yeah, baby. Do you come? Are you often in your house while I'm walking around in it? Oh, come to your house much? <laughs> God, his house say what? <laughs> oh, you slay me! <laughs> oh, another another piece of silliness. Oh boy, classic Kev silliness. I'm always interrupting your relationship because I'm so silly. So silly. <laughs> They're like, I would have, I would date you, Terrence, but your roommates, they're so silly. <laughs> they're so silly. They're so silly. Darkly so. Okay, so it's weird to me, this first, well, like, at first, it's kind of like, Darcy doesn't, you don't get, like, a quotations, like, hello, said Darcy. Like, you just, like, see, like, I was like, wait, is he here or not? I almost, I had to read it, read it twice, because it's like, he kind of just, like, is described as nicely chatting with them. Yes. And it feels as though we're owed a quote. Like, yeah. what did he say? Give me some ahs and ums. I guess it's, it's so hard to write an awkward <clears throat> conversation in the way that, like, awkward humor didn't really start until 2005. <laughs> yeah, Judd Apatow did not write this book, so. Yeah. <laughs> so just to have any joke be like, uh, yeah, like, oh, boy. Like, there's also, like, right. it requires a certain amount of timing for that to be funny. <laughs> Yeah, and also I, I, I'm gathering that like basically what was said was just pleasantries for the benefit of the aunt and uncle, yes. and nothing of substance was said to Elizabeth. It was just like Darcy, the public figure, appeared, not the guy that wrote the letter. Yes, no, this is just a man who has to host his house. Uh, and then, so she's so embarrassed, but he is ex- exceedingly kind to the aunt and uncle. Who, yeah, who, Elizabeth points out... Um, are one this of his is objections the, to Bingley marrying Jane. Exactly. This is the aunt and uncle that are two of the reasons Bingley can't marry Jane. Yes. And two of the things that he wants to marry Elizabeth despite of... Yes, he even asked about the family. Like She's like, what is going on? Why is he being like this? Um... So now they're walking along each other, and, like, Darcy's talking to, to the uncle, but Mr. Gardner, about fishing. He's being, like, a friendly dude. He says, come come on the grounds and fish any time, which is Boy, amazing. you gotta you got to fish in my spot, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you go to someone's pool, and, like, you can come back here and swim any time, and you're like, 
I don't really think that. I don't. Means that. I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I won't take you up on that offer unless you really mean it. It's a very charming offer, but yes. So and but Elizabeth is walking next to her aunt and mortified that she's there even. But yeah, Darcy's like really chopping it up. He's he's old pals with Mister Gardner now. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. And where do they switch? Because they switch. Walking. They switch walking partners, and then then is Darcy and Elizabeth walking together. Because the aunt's leg hurts or something, she can't walk very good. Yes, but here here we get the reveal. Uh, he takes so she thinks like, oh, I know what's going on. He takes these people as people of fashion. Uh, right. So he thinks they act too well to be the aunt and uncle of. of Oh right, of course. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. It's so, okay. It's ironic because he doesn't know that they're. The, he's. Not, it's not just like him putting on a show. He doesn't know that they're nobodies. Yes. And here's it. The introduction, however, was immediately made. And as she named their relation to herself, she stole a sly look at him to see how he bore it, and was not without the expectation of his decamping as fast as he could from such disgraceful companions. So she assumed <laughs> like he would like. Oh, that's who this is. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, peace. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. That he was surprised by the connection was evident. He sustained it, however, with fortitude, and so far from going away, turned back with them and entered into conversation with Mr. Gardner. So he keeps talking to him. So Elizabeth is like, what is happening? Like, she just he just found out that these are poor people, and he's still hanging out with them. He's so nice. Yeah, so, like, not only is, is Darcy's reputation being repaired, but also his observed behavior is repaired. He is being nice. And this is, like, she's actually kind of thrilled that... And she said it gloried in every expression, every sentence of her uncle, which marked his intelligence, his taste, or his good manners. So his uncle is like a charming, smart man. And she's like, show him. Show him that we belong here. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah, and because of that, he's valued by Elizabeth and not tossed aside like some piece of garbage. Yes. <laughs> Unlike our sisters, she's like, who are like 16? And <laughs> I know, I know. They're embarrassments to the family. What is 16 get- go to the beach and flirt? I want the I want them to be redeemed. I'm pretty sad as a as a family man myself. Now I live upstate with my family. <laughs> as yeah. a uh, yeah, as a this new guy, Can you I am any girlfriend criticizing your brothers and you not being furious at her. Exactly, and me turning around and being like, yeah, they are like the worst. My dad and mom shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> I'm you gonna know, go talk to my them. dad right now and be like, what happened, bud? <laughs> Why didn't you marry be... someone better so my brothers weren't such. <laughs> Goofballs. We'll track. We'll see where that goes. We'll track this because I'm. I'm. It is upsetting me. Yeah. But so Darcy's being nice. That's the bottom line. And so, and then they switch partners. Elizabeth's like, "Hey, I'm so sorry. This is awkward. They told me you wouldn't be here." And he's like, "Yeah, I had to come home a day earlier to prepare for other visitors, who you may know." Yes. And guess who it is but Bingley and his sisters. And his sisters, your old friends from the coughing days. And so she's like, oh, yes, of course, I know them. And she's even, like, surprised now trying to feel out, like, why is he still being nice to me? And then he hits her with this. There is also one other person in the party who more particularly wishes to be known to you. Will you allow me, or do I ask too much, to introduce my sister to your acquaintance during your stay at Lambton? <gasps> She's going to meet Little Miss Darcy. Little Miss Darcy. So Darcy 
beyond being mortified or mad at her, is like, hey, my sister's going to be here tomorrow, and she really wants to meet you. Is that okay? Can I introduce you to my sister? Which is like, what a great move if you want someone to think that you're nice. Yes. Of like, also like, that is a bold like. I, I like clearly that means that he, his sister knows about Elizabeth. Right. He's been talking about her. So it probably means that he even may have said the marriage proposal. And two, she she's like dying to meet. Like, yeah. If someone told me that their family was dying to meet me, I was like, this is a very serious sentence. It's a big. Th- that's a big thing. And like, and his sister, by all accounts, is the most important person in his life. Yes, that is, that is his like pride and joy. Is his sister. It's like his daughter. I mean, it seems as though he, she's being treated as his daughter in a way. Yes, and he's like my essentially my sister daughter would love to meet you. She really wants to know you. And it's like this why? is like yeah, it's like in those modern rom coms where they like where they the, like Tom Hanks has his son and. Meg Ryan meets the son, you know? It's yeah, like, that's the, how serious the, it is. The son gets along with him. Like, yeah. Or, like, he even is, like, kind of a friend, and she's going on a date with some jerk that night, but he's yeah. watching the kid, and him, him and the kid get along. <clears throat> she comes home. He's on the couch also sleeping with the – like, they're both asleep on the couch. Game um, over. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's happening. So that happened. So uh, that happened, yeah. And she, <laughs> so she's so surprised that she's like, "Of course, I'll meet your sister," not realizing what she just agreed to. Right. I mean, and that that like basically that fact reels in her mind as a few other things are happening. The walk winds down. They have some time to idly chit chat. Yeah, and then the gardeners are like, "You told the uh, Mrs. and Mr. Gardener, not the." The gardener who <laughs> leads them around is the Jardiniers. Uh, Jardinier. Jardinier, uh, yeah. It's like, hey, I kind of like that guy. Elizabeth, why did you tell us he sucks? <laughs> the aunt, the Mrs. Jardinier says, I like the way his mouth looks when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is like maybe it's a more old fashioned compliment because if you said that now, if you're like, you know what? That guy's pretty cool. I like the way his mouth looks. Everyone like would be like, at his dang mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got a pretty mouth. Yeah, I like your mouth. No more mouth compliments. That doesn't happen anymore. Why yeah. is that? You got a purdy mouth. Kind of <laughs> ruined it. I think, yeah, whoever said you got a purdy mouth owes us all a big favor because people still have nice, I guess you'd say lips or teeth. Yes. But mouth, gross. Yeah, you got a great smile. But never exactly. like, I like to watch him talk because his <laughs> mouth is all pretty when he does. I could watch your mouth for hours. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, even Mr. Gardner's like, he he invited me to go fishing, but I don't think that was a serious invitation, but it was still nice. <laughs> right, Darcy was a huge hit with the family, needless to say. Yeah, he ramped it up. He went into the gym and came out more <clears throat> charming. I think, well, he's on his, he's on his home court. If, we're, if he is to be believed and he doesn't like strangers, when he's at his place, he's going to be nicer. And his servants are nice. They're, yes. He's nice to them. You know, he's he feels like, you know... The yeah, deal. he's he's on one right now. He's he's feeling it, and it's, it's it is like a huge surprise that like he was so nice to the aunt and uncle. Of like that's the one thing of like beyond like him just being nice to Elizabeth is like of course he's a he's a gentleman and no one in Victorian times like would ever uh, ever actually do anything unpleasant because the slightest unpleasant you'd be determined is the most evil person who ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life is over. Yeah. 
Um, uh, but uh, you know, like yeah, Darcy is is turning around, and all I can say is that uh, first impressions are not always the best. Yes, first impressions aren't always the best. <laughs> Couldn't put it sometimes, better myself. <laughs> sometimes they're the worst. Uh, first impressions can be wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't. That's so. It kind of ends on her kind of being Elizabeth is just dumbfounded by what's going to be happening next. Yeah. What happened? And it's so funny. It's always accidents. It's always like, like as much as like Elizabeth is like a very compelling protagonist, she doesn't really do much except reject advances. <laughs> Exactly right. She didn't go running to Darcy. She no. accepted a letter, r- read it, it changed her mind. Then someone brought her directly to Darcy's door. He wasn't there. Darcy happened to come home at the right time. Yes. So she's How like, many events is that? She's trying to stay out of everything, and she's continually forced into these situations, <clears throat> yeah. which is not like a, a, an active protagonist by today's terms, but it's kind of interesting to watch someone to, who's like so smart and, and just wants to stay out of it frequently put in it yeah she is yeah she has been in it to say the least she's always she's been proposed to twice <laughs> like she yeah she goes to the balls and she doesn't like them like seven quite a year yeah yeah she's, yeah so we're gonna we're gonna see georgiana is that her name georgiana her? georgiana darcy who's a quite a whiz in the piano forte yes she loves to practice piano yeah even her who has access to an enormous fortune is like getting all yeah. these skills done. Yeah. Well, you have to be, you know, you have to be, in order to be um, of value. Remember that? Remember that conversation with Bingley and Darcy? Oh yeah. They, they have to be able to paint and draw and sing and cook and knit and read and write and do yeah. maths. Yeah, and also be charming and funny in a way that you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, we'll see. That about wraps it up. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens with Darcy. I want to see how far this goes. See how Elizabeth uh, reacts to her. what is what is she sort of seeing could be her new life. She's sort of like reacting to what she's going to be, Mrs. Darcy. Yeah. Well, there's also she already rejected him. So there's the awkward thing of like, will he ask me again? Like I have no. <laughs> Or does she have to finally take agency in a way she has not done before and go for it? Yeah, we'll see. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not the way this book is going. <laughs> and the way the customs of the time uh, dictate. But if she gets proposed to again, maybe she'll accept. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, hey, hey thank you, Kevin, for, for co-hosting. Yeah. I never thank you. I, I, well, thank you, Terrence, for co-hosting. Uh, you're very welcome, of course. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, check us out on Instagram at OKGatsbyPod. OKGatsbyPod, yeah. And uh, I'm Ha Hartnett on Instagram. Uh, so let us know if you love it or if yeah, you love it. reach out. All right, thank you guys so much. Stay safe. Love you. Bye, guys. Love you. Outside, it's like showbiz. We fly, no lie, you know this. All my rats outside, it's like showbiz.